Hello and howdy. I'm your lovable scaly boy gator, and it's time once again for Dude, Where's My Drift? But before we get to it, I'd like to call on any artistic fans out there for some fan art of old gator and his bestest bunky simper, swimming through the cosmos together, tail and idle on hand entwined. You can give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at, at DWMDPodcast. Our intro and outro was done by Adam Kelly. He's at Lycanthropist on Twitter. Background music by Tabletop RPG, patreon.com forward slash Tabletop RPG music. And find us streaming on YouTube at www.youtube.com forward slash at K-A-Z-T-H-E-A-I. That's at Kaz the A-I. Thank you. Enjoy. Last time on Dude, Where's My Drift? The crew of the Primarata traced the signal that they just picked up while exploring the pack system off into the Diaspora, where they found a long-abandoned, derelict-looking space station. Uh, the Dr. Sam Lee recognized it as the sta space station from his dream, where he saw himself entering in the code to access the airlock doors. Emboldened by this, the crew decided to head on board and see what they could find, only to very quickly realize this station is not abandoned as they came under attack by some asteroid lices. Lice. Anyway, that's where we left off was the end of that comment, and that's where we're picking right back up this week. Enjoy! <clears throat> also, if you guys wanted to say you just went ahead and took a 10-minute rest during that little break we just had and hit your short rest and bring your resolve to reading some stamina, go for it. Alrighty. Obviously, clue that means you're not going to be poisoned, so we can take that back off you there. Uh, you know what? I think I'm actually just going to keep my, uh... Yeah, I definitely want to take that. Yeah, I, I can... <clears throat> I think I can I'm going to save it. I only took four stamina, so I think I'm going to save it. <laughs> yeah. So I can, I can, 30. I can help with... Hit point if anybody needs a hit point thing. I don't think I quite got into hit points. I was close with Gator, yeah. but. Yeah, you got right to the cusp, but you didn't actually go into. <laughs> cool. While everyone else is healing up, uh, Treb will search the room. Yeah, go ahead and roll me perception to search around the room while, while Gator. Basically, they're waiting for Gator to kind of recover his energy. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, that, that took a lot out of me. My did you guys see? I almost punched my damn arm off at one time. Yeah, Gator, have you have you been working out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been lifting some weights. You look yeah, good. Tear muscle to make muscle. <laughs> tear muscle to make muscle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was a nine for perception. <laughs> even that, even taking even taking the like a twenty on since you had ten minutes to do it. Unfortunately, anything that may have been salvageable in here at any point, the lice had been almost destroyed. I was eating louses. I don't like the word the lice in this context, if I'm honest. I, know it's I don't really like the word lice to like, begin with at all. I don't like how, how I they think call that we should light. ratchet up the uh, temperature in this place a good uh, 105 degrees and just leave. <laughs> Uh, so Trev will roll over to these doors to the east and use their new electrolocation graft to try to sense if there's any creatures on the other side of that. 
gives me blind sense electricity that works through walls as long as the thing is touching the same material I am. So if this is if the floor goes all the way through, GM's discretion is always. GM's got to consider the bad decision he made letting you have that. Oh no, I've already considered exactly how this is not going to be a problem for what I, for what I'm doing here. I think the GM is currently drawing lines, and all of the lights are stuck to the ceiling. <laughs> No, uh, you do not sense anything <laughs> through those doors. We walk in the room, the lights are standing on the uh, However, I will give you this for free. Those doors are locked. Robo. So you will need to do a computers or engineering check to try and get them opened. No life signs whatsoever. And now, Elrond, you didn't pick up any life signs uh, whenever you guys scanned over the ship. Which is odd, because then there are there were the lights there, but perhaps there's some weird shielding going on. All right, uh, Treb will well, engineering to open the door. Maybe wouldn't show up things that are that. Okay, um, that to will die be twenty one. That will be enough. You are able to get the door open, and another kind of flickering power surge. It's there just you finish hacking and are about to have Gator force it open, and it does need slide open. Revealing another set of corridors. Uh, it does go further into the station to the south. However, there's also a set of doors to the north. And you're just able to make out a couple more sets of doors further to the south. Um, I do need to check something else here. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah. I want to go first. Well, there's two sets of doors down below. Maybe we gotta go up. Mm, yeah. Good. Is this door locked? Yes. The doors to the north are locked. Mm -hmm. So we'll roll up and check with the blind sense and then roll an engineering to... Try to unlock the doors. Five on the die for a 16. Okay, um, that will not be enough to unlock the doors. Um, there are definitely, there's something in there. There's something in there? Some yes. kind of living creature? Okay. No, uh, there's some kind of creature in there. Some kind of creature in there? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I will let everyone know that there's something behind these doors. Okay. Do we want to go check the other doors first, then? Yeah. It's up to you. Yes. I mean, I have a feeling there's probably critters in every one of these doors. If there were louses. Oh, there's another door. Son of a bitch, there's a lot of doors. In this yeah, there's a whole lot of doors. Mm. Um... Simber's running off. Simber, come back. Simber, do not. You're running so far. Simber, you can't clear the map. <laughs> we need the fog of war. No, Simber, you're gonna, you're gonna die. Right, Simber's just seeing a bunch of closed doors. Okay. All right, I guess uh, blind sense through this one. Um, you do not sense anything through there door locked? It is not. Alright, I guess open it. Cool. So you open the doors and you enter what seems to be a possibly a living area for the whoever's lived here. Um, there's definitely a nice little dining area and lounge. Gator, back up for me, please. Gator wanted to jump on the bed. <laughs> Just be patient with me, folks. Um, anyway. So, like I said, there, there's a nice little dining area and a lounge, as well as you're able to tell what seems to be several bedrooms and a bathroom at the far end of this room here. 
Uh, any food in the dinette has long since disintegrated, and there is a culinary synthesizer on the shelf, but it would need to be repaired. We already have something like that on the Primarata, don't we? Basically. Probably. Well, at least, like, we don't have to worry about food when we're on the ship. Yeah. Sometimes there's UPVs in these things, though. We could open it up and see. As you start to poke around the various rooms here, like you book your head and look inside that first room. Uh, Gator, do you have dark vision? Yeah, I do. Okay, I just cool. Got that. So you notice all things. First off, there seems to be various, there's some star charts that you can see on a bedside table. The beds themselves have predominantly rotted away. And you notice some Desmond holy symbols. And then you also notice attached to the ceiling of this room, there seems to be a zombie of some kind, which when you poke your head, in, which go in there, you poke your head in, it looks straight down at you. Oh. That's not where zombie I didn't realize this was occupied. Um, and it lets a, out uh, a kind of rasping hiss. And uh, suddenly, everybody roll me perception real quick. Oh, hell. All of us? Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Not great. Hmm. Not my best, not my worst. Gators cool. on the ball, though. You hear that same kind of that rasping point. hiss that the one that, okay, that you're man. seeing, Gator, is making, coming from a couple other spots down this corridor. Oh. And uh, we're going to be getting back into some more combat. We just got ourselves well, a real, like, I am legend situation. We're fighting zombies now. Um, and as the zombie in that room kind of detaches from the ceiling and hits the ground, you notice it kind of has four, has two legs and four arms and has what seem to be like rotted away uh, uh, wings on its back and insectoid like eyes and has a little bit of kind of fuzzy fur cover on its body. I swear. I just rolled a 16 on all of their initiatives. I swear. <laughs> Is your dice broken? <laughs> Ember roll higher than a five on initiative. <laughs> Impossible. But, uh, Trev, your real, only real warning is it's on this weird hissing noise echoing down the hallway, and Gator suddenly talking to something in that room he's by. What do you want to do? Uh, Trev will, Trev will, uh, cast Summon Creature One. Spend the whole turn doing it. Okay. Alright, it's going to be one of my guys' turn. It's, oh, it's the one in this room. So he kind of detaches from the ceiling and drops to the ground. And then is going to take a nice step forward. And... He's going to claw at Gator. Okay. Well, and that's a natural one, folks. So that will be a miss. Works both ways. Um, let's see here. Your note speed is cool. This one comes... Flying out and goes up to there. Wait, didn't it have to do a crit fit? I don't do. I don't pull the cards on the no. things that are lower level than you guys. I've never pulled the cards on things that are lower level than you. Crit fails or hits. Actually, this was going to stop right there, and then it's going to look at you, Gator. It's going to kind of just like slash its arm up through the air to make another attack against you. Um, that is going to be a 19 on die for a total of 22. Yeah. E or K, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, that would be EAC as you're going to take two points of acid damage. As you just feel like bits of yourself just being ripped apart. Okay. And then a third one is going to do two move actions. It's going to fly out to here. Fly? Yes, these are indeed flying. Mm, that's fun. Okay. Um, Dr. Samley, it's your turn. Uh, Dr. Samley is going to pull up his uh, uh, pistol, his injector pistol, whatever pistol I have that shoots darts. 
Uh, and I'm going to point it at Gator and hit him with a uh, booster to give him a plus one AC. Okay. And you want to roll physical science to try and identify these? Uh, yeah, I should probably do that. Are they... Is it physical science or life science? Oh, it's physical science. They're not. They're not living. Oh, okay. Just yeah, Trev. As this one kind of flies in the room, Bad you way. notice that uh, their feet are just digging a little bit above the ground as they hover and fly forward. Which is why your thing does sense them. Wow! How convenient. <laughs> how convenient! You're fighting flying enemies. Seems like an easy GM change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a fly speed. I don't know what you guys want from me. Um, that will not be enough to identify these. That's not good. <laughs> Alrighty, Gator, it's your turn again. It's not very hospitable. You all coming up on me like this, and uh, and then you your doctor, your doctor shooting you in the ass of a dart. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit perturbed. To be honest with you, Doc. It feels good when it happens, but you're like, oh. Just for the record, I had one of these hiding in the bathroom just for juice. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, well, I don't like being surrounded, but I'm not gonna not gonna play dumb and, and lash out at, at multiples. I'm gonna just go for this one that's behind me now. Keep this other one blocked in. Uh, Entropic strike. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh, another natty one. That's, that's, that's this is statistically think. crazy. Unless you're third I mean, attack and you're fourth one of the night. That's the, I mean, it's the first one of the night. Don't don't uh, don't ruin the uh, mythos here. Or it's a whole new session. A whole new thing. Where I'm still Ooh. plagued by dice the second week in a row. <laughs> okay, this one is called Head Rush. You are stunned for one round with a fortitude oh. save to negate. Do not too fast. <laughs> so roll that for you. I'm busy. Uh, oh, that'll be more twenty-five. You, you absolutely Whoa, buddy. that. I am pretty good at fortitude saves. <laughs> Is that your turn? That would be me. I'm not moving. Oh, Alrighty, Simber. Uh, okay. Uh, attack with on hand. I'm going to step over to this one. Uh, that just be flanking, right? Because of Gator. Yes. Cool. I'm gonna smack it. Okay. And if you want to try and identify these, you may roll mysticism. Uh, is it just as a reaction? Yep. Okay, yeah, sure. Sure, oh. 15. Um, that is enough. You recognize that they are definitely some kind of zombie, mm -hmm. and they seem to be undead uh, decimar, which okay. are a species of Insect humanoids uh, resemble moths or butterflies. That's all okay. you get. Okay, that's all I get. Okay, that's all you're gonna get. Okay, uh, Schwinga with the tactical baton will turn off the moth. Hey, that's a hit. A... Ooh, some good damage, too. Smack for max damage. 
and it all goes through. All right. Yeah, because it's all magic damage. We're back to the top of the turn with Treb. Uh, so Treb is also going to try to identify these things. Okay. And don't forget to drop your tiny summon. Yes. Uh, 26. Cool. All right, that will be enough. These things are rare, which is why the DC on it is so high. Um, as Simmer was able to identify, they are Decimar and they are zombies, so they do have undead immunities, which does include Hez's least favorite thing of they are immune to mind-affecting effects. And anything they're probably important to save, among some other stuff. But specifically, they are drift zombies. And what does you, that mean? You may know two things about them. Um, okay, I guess uh, weaknesses? Um, they actually do not have any. Resistances? Just undead immunities. Undead immunities. Um, was that my two questions, or yep. just yeah? Okay. All right. Um, and then I have a tiny little tiny Azada up here. Okay. And uh, they're gonna appear like between Gator and this one to the north, uh, so that they're flanking with Simber. Does that work? That works. Okay. And then they are going to full attack. Slam. And 11 against KAC. Is that including flanking or without flanking? It's without flanking. I just realized okay. it's flanking. Yeah. Uh, so with flanking, that will just be a hit. Cool. I'm guessing the second one hits then too, which is a flanking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so four and six, 10 bludgeoning damage. Cool. That will be enough to put that one down on the ground. Okay. And if it's relevant, uh, I guess it's probably not, but the Azadas are count as good. Um, and then Treb will move uh, here and shoot the one to the south. The lens pistol. Seven on the die for a ten against DAC. Uh, that hits. Oh, that hits? That hits. Okay. And then... They will do seven fire. Okay, okay. And that's it. Alrighty. Seven. Cool, 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 cool. Apply the damage. Alright. And it is the one trapped in the room's turn. It's going to just let out a rattling, annoyed hiss at Gator, and we're going to full attack with two claws. That's a five on the die for a seven, and a five on the die for seven. How many times have I rolled the exact same number tonight, guys? We're both How cursed. Many times? We're a lot. both cursed. Both of us. I don't Why know what we are cursed. Like, God. yeah, that's that's the tanking of it tonight. Is me it's just taking all his shit. Gonna <laughs> shamble forward and we're just gonna have to burn sage over our computers. You know that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's an eighteen against E or KAC. That meets. Okay. So this one get. Gets a claw in you. For five points of slashing damage. Kidoki. Alrighty. Doctor. Uh, the doctor, doctor will. Doctor. 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 Uh, doctor. Uh, <clears throat> level level his uh his pistol at the one on the other side of everybody else. Uh, in the hallway to uh, shoot it with a uh, biohack. I'm going to do a uh, let's do a basic inhibitor. So it's going to get, if this hits, it'll get a minus two to AC. Okay. And which one? That was the one to the south. You can't really see the other one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Family can't see the other one. So. Uh, it is going to have a little bit of cover from everybody in the way, but that's not going to matter. That will be a hit. I rolled 25. So it gets a minus 2 to AC for like 14 minutes or something like that. I don't remember how long it is. It is a very long time, though. It, it's a, it's okay. a while. Alrighty. Gator. 
Alright. Oh, it's four rounds. It's not that long. I'm going to full attack, uh, starting with the one to my east and then the one to my north, or my southwest. Yeah, words, things that I say. Sixteen. That'll hit. That was the one to the east first, right? Yeah. Oh, well, nine on the dice. Twelve. That is also a hit. All right. We'll do damage for the first. Um. Seven. We like that. We like that. Mm -hmm. uh, that one to the south had six hit points left. So it hits the ground. Okay. Simber, you're up. Okay. Uh... You get plus one if you use a ranged weapon. But it also has full cover from Gator kind of blocking the doorway. And the wall. I don't block. <laughs> and the wall. I don't is block. That, I is give. really the last one? I don't. Uh-huh. I don't get in their way if they use a ranged. Is that part of Shoot, part of Shoot him. Shoot <laughs> her. Shoot her. Okay, well, um, by ranged attack, are we talking any ranged attack that is not a spell? <clears throat> to try and shoot it? If, to get Gator's bonus, are we talking about any spell, any uh, ranged attack, including a spell? Uh, yeah, it just says plus one to ranged yes. attack rolls, just so it doesn't range. specify weapon, so yeah. But they're just rare, no mind affecting. Uh, cool, Soul Surge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get a plus one. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it. That's, that's all I needed to know. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Put, your Put your cabbage to it. That's all I needed. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's a hit. I um, roll your damage. Can I crit oh. damage on this thing? You yes. sure can. But uh, I don't think I need to bother drawing a card. Is it a plus? Is it a plus one to uh? Damage as well. No, it's just to the hit. Ah, cool. Oh, oh god, so many, so many dice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, does that actually do 33 damage? <laughs> I mean, it, it's 3d8. You can get 3d8 on. Yeah. I, I, I can get 33 on 3d8 with a crit. Oh, oh, oh. Plus 17? No, 3d8 is max 24. No, it did a 16 on it one level, 17 on the other. Yeah, it was a crit, so... Yeah. Uh, so it's 16. Yeah. So 16 yeah, plus so 17. It was 16. Yeah, it's 68. Yeah. It, wow. it rolls 24 die, but it truncates off all but the first three. Yep. Because it's a, it's one of those. Yeah, if you break it down, it shows that where it rolled a 16 on one of them and a 17 on the other, because two sevens and a three and a six and seven and a three. Oh my goodness, this thing's dead. So at that point, Saber's just tired of this. I'm assuming it just pops, right? Just like it, a... it just pops. <laughs> at max health, it has 13 hit points. <laughs> Look, I didn't know that I was going to crit murder this thing today. Okay. that for that fumble earlier. Uh huh. And as soon as it's dead, Simber's gonna walk in and grab a piece of it off the wall. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 
Are you like, gonna let him do that? I mean, it's it's, it's zombie flesh. Can't be it's like for somewhere. Tonight's episodes like, in ones and twenties. It's like bad beef jerky. <laughs> it's like oh, that. Zimber, ones Zimber, and twenties. No, 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 no. In your mouth. no, guys, no, guys, you're thinking about it all wrong. It's dry aged. Do you put that in your mouth and go to eat it? Yes. Rolling a constitution, a fortitude oh. save. Uh, where is it? Where is? It? I use my reactive once per day. Wait, wait, wait! Does saying. this does this count under limited plant benefits? <laughs> under what? Is this going to poison me? Yes. Plant benefits. <laughs> so you get a bonus. Yeah, ninety. Yeah, so you go to start eating this thing, and it absolutely, it is the worst thing you've ever eaten, which is pretty impressive in its own right when you really think about it. Mm -hmm. And you start to feel a little queasy and a little sick, and then you just kind mm -hmm. of shrug your shoulders and just yeah. keep going. Just, just reaches over, grabs a rack of rib off the wall, takes one, eats it. God, this is terrible. Goes to eat another one. <laughs> you managed to not get poisoned from this rotted flesh you're devouring. Sam Lee's like loading a freaking uh, medicinal into his gun just to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I I have that medicinal if need be. <laughs> I've got yeah, I've got one of them that make you throw up. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's an acquired taste. A taste I just acquired. Oh my goodness! No. <laughs> It's even better that it probably just exploded against the wall, so she just reached over and grabbed a piece of it off the wall. Gross, gross, gross. What? I wasn't going to eat the lampreys, okay? I have standards. That's where you draw the line. <laughs> okay. Should we see what's in these other rooms? Um, as you open the doors, again, you see just... This seems like it was some kind of crew quarters. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just more rotted away beds, some more clothing that's not really... That you don't recognize the styles, which kind of makes sense because now you are in the future, so it makes sense you don't recognize the styles of clothing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they look, yeah, they look like they may have been fancy. Is there Fat anything in these? Lizard in a little coat. Is there anything in these other shitters? <laughs> there are no other zombies in the other shitters. Um, as you guys go ahead and roll me some perception checks as you kind of poke around these rooms real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Kinda. I have rice in this. <laughs> Thank you. And your wisdom base. Nat 20, baby. I just can't roll higher than a 10 unless it fucking doesn't matter. Um, Alright, so Trev and Dr. Stanley, you two find them. Tucked in an uh, almost dissolved chest of drawers, you find uh, two Mark One serums of healing. Oh, it's not like I don't already have like 12 of them. It's no big deal. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Stanley, you find a mnemonic a level one mark one mnemonic editor oh didn't somebody want one of those uh treb did but i think we solved it outside of that yeah but it's a nice thing to have yeah uh does anybody want these uh serums of healing or else i can just add them to my growing supply <laughs> I think add them to your supply, but Treb oh, yeah. doesn't really get a vote. Treb doesn't take serums. Treb, what are the things that you use again? I don't remember. Uh, they're called nanite patches. They cost the same as serums of healing, but they work completely. They work 100% on constructs, and they only heal one d6 or d6s instead of d8s. All right. Nanite patches. I'll try to remember that. Yeah, I'll see if. I can. There's no way Sam Lee can use them for you, is there? Or is it like a self thing? I don't think. I don't think you could use them for me. 
I mean, you could you could grab them and like slap them on me if yeah, I was unconscious. I can't, I can't, can't, you, you can't load them into your gun. Okay. All right, so I slapped those serum of healing. So I've got nine serum of healing Mark ones. So, because I also made a couple. I'm not doing enough damage to you guys. And that, yeah, I don't know. The mnemonic editor week, I guess, just add to the loot pile for now. Yeah. All righty. Uh, so where do you guys want to go next? Probably home. <laughs> Actually, hey, Trev. Good old Trev. Yes, good old Trev. Roll me a will save. Oh, I don't want to, though. <laughs> Please do. Okay. Uh, does the robotic thing add anything? No. No? Okay. Uh, that well, is an eight. You feel an urge to go to the center chamber. The, through the doors, just north of where the Simber currently is on the map. Trev start wheeling over and goes to open those doors. Uh, the doors are not locked. Oh my bad. When you enter this room, it seems to be a place of some kind of reflection and peace. There is a, a window dome overhead, perfectly su situated and suitable for stargazing. And there are many flowers and fruit bushes and other plants that they're withered away now, but they would have been a nice little kind of garden space here a century or two ago. And standing in the center of this room, right next to where you're standing, there is a statue. And I have a nice big size picture of this for y'all, for us to see. Oh, wow. And it's, despite the age, it is absolutely just gorgeous to look at. The bronze and uh, stained glass to make up the, the wings, and Trev, you instantly recognize this, both from your religious training as a former priest of Triune, and also from the vision that you had back in the best world. But this is the statue you saw in that dream, that vision you had, and that this is indeed a statue of Desna. And as you are watching this statue, looking up at it, and just kind of having that realization of oh, you've seen this before, and you know where you've seen it, but let's say now this is your first time seeing it physically. Uh, your memory seems to just go into overdrive, and you suddenly find yourself transported back to the past. To a location that's really not too far from where you, this station rests. Just a bit further out in the diaspora itself. And we see, to you, we see yourself, Trip. You recognize yourself in this vision because it's your memory. But to the audience, we watch a robot that looks fairly normal, almost humanoid, as most robots that are used in manual labor would, because, I mean, two legs that are normal size and two arms help pack away rock and ore and work refineries and pumps and things like that. And, be able to actually reach things up above is what we see. They have a plain kind of face, but it's definitely something clear that has been based on a human, some type of humanoid species. But besides the fact they're quite obviously a robot, it still looks a lot more person than what Trev looks like now. And we notice around their neck a collar kind of keeping them restrained and as they just work a pickaxe slamming down against rocks of this asteroid and off around there are other robots slaving away some of them hauling carts of rocks off to be smelted down for ores some of them picking smacking away at the rocks just as this humanoid this human looking trev is and then there's we see a miracoi and a Demai kind of step up and they're joking and then they're laughing at each other, kind of jostling each other and they're carrying guns as they patrol along this line and what is predominantly robots on this line. Far off in the distance, but you do see a few, a couple of humans, 
uh, Yasoki of a, a uh, can't remember what the species is called because I'm a Quarlu. A couple of orcs. Like there are definitely some non-robotic species here, but it is predominantly robots. But these two guards, they're just kind of moving along, progressing, jostling each other. They stop at Trev, and they you see them grin at each other. Just wide, vicious kind of grins. And one of them presses something on their wrist data pad. And suddenly a shock just shoots through Trev, and you see them suddenly start their back arching, the pickaxe in their arms falling to the ground as they just kind of grit, I would say grit their teeth, but they don't really actually have an actual mouth, but just that kind of rictus look coming over their face. And it goes on for a few seconds before they hit the button. The electrical surges stop. And the Miracoy steps up to Trev and kind of kicks them where they fell on the ground. It's like, this one, this one's always fun to play with. Unit 5628. Tell me, do you have have you had any good dreams lately? Any more stories to share? No, no stories to share. Come on, I hear you're always talking to the other robots at night in your cabins when you should be on downtime. Telling them about some mystical place far off where your kind are free. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is that so? And the Miracoi presses another bu- the button on the data pad, another shock of electricity just rockets through your body. But this is not unusual for you. You've been tormented and bullied like this by these particular guards many times. And as this electricity courses through your body for a few more seconds, you you hear two things in your mind. As at this point you have awakened to your consciousness, but they don't care. You're free labor. And uh but as this electricity shots through your body and then cuts off. You hear a voice calling out to strike back. That your time has come to get from this place and come join the service. And then something you didn't notice all these years ago at the time, that there was a second voice. One softer than the other voice that called you to come to your service. One that simply said, be free. And your caller, something you had not been able to understand or explain how it happened before, but your caller came loose during that second shocking and fell free. And you look up at these two, and for the first time in your existence since you were created and since you gained your sentience, you feel a surge of magical energy coursing through you, and you summon your faithful wind elemental to your side, and it Last a gust of wind at these two, knocking them flat, and you take your chance and you run. You run, you get away from this place. And as you begin to run, that's when this memory kind of fades to be with this new realization of there there were two things that you heard that day. And then we come back here to the present, where you're just staring up in awe at this statue of Desna. Cinder waving her hand in front of Trev's face. Trev's probably just completely, completely (laughs) focused on this. Knocks on the chassis. Hello? Oh, sorry, I was... Yes, yes, pretty hot lady. Yeah, I was... Sorry, trapped in a memory. So what, what else is going on in this room? Um, yeah. So, also in this room, um, there is a little panel next to the door controls on the inside here. The doctor, you can see it. And while there's not been much lighter power to the rest of this place, it does have a slight illumination on it. Do you want to press the button? Uh,. <clears throat> yeah, the, the doctor loves pushing buttons. So, uh, can I, before I push it, is there? Do I know? Have any idea what it's to? 
I mean, at a glance, you guess maybe controls the lights in this room. Oh, yeah. I like lights. Yeah. I don't have super great vision. I'll flick the lights on. So when you press the button, uh, it's almost like the lights in here start to flicker up and some kind of star charts or astrogation labels start to appear and then it suddenly goes immediately off and like any light dim illumination that was left in this room goes out. And then you hear, all of you hear this high-pitched cackling noise kind of echoing through some kind of speakers tucked hidden away in the corners of the, and the planters echoing throughout this entire room. I don't like that. Push the button again. See what happens. <laughs> it's like, can't turn it off. <laughs> yeah, you push the button again, nothing happens. It's like whatever uh, started to happen when you tried it, something interfered and uh, took back control and refused to let you do anything else. I'm going to push it a third time. Still, nothing else happens again. A four, fourth time. <laughs> You know what? It does. Knocker's <laughs> no. just like he's just like jamming it down. He's just like <laughs> he's not stopping. You break the button. It's broken. Oh. He's not it's like the hard. elevator. You know he's... you watch that stranger push that button, but you still have to push that button. So there's uh, some doors off to this direction where Gator looks to be going. There's a couple doors to the south. Where do you guys want to go next? I want to look These doors here. open. Uh, well, okay. No, no, no. We can split the party. It's fine. So Gator, uh, give me an athletic check no. to force those doors open. <laughs> you know the old saying: it's always okay to split the party. Not when there's only right. four of us. <laughs> it's fine. That's the best time to split the party. Disagree. Exactly when we split the party. 18. Cool. You Better. force those doors open. And it's on the bathroom. Why, oh, cool. there, why is there so many bathrooms in this facility? It's, Sam, Sam this Lee facility said that is rife with facilities. <laughs> the good news is there aren't any zombies in this one. Can I go up to the water and try to turn it on? Uh, there is no water, unfortunately. No. Okay. It does not work. So if you have to use the facilities, you can't flush. Uh, Sam Lee pulls out some. Uh, well, that's a good thing. There's uh, a lot of bathrooms. Then he pulls out <laughs> some hand sanitizer just in case anybody needs. I'm this. stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck. There we go. <laughs> you have to hit those doors at just the right angle sometimes. Yeah. Well, I want to check out the doors downstairs. Yeah, let's check out those. Okay, the farther one. Are you sure you want to go to those doors? Are you sure you want to go to those doors? Please don't do this to me. Yeah, do it. Do it. Trevor, want to check with the uh, the blind sense? I promise they're not on the ceiling, but you don't sense anything in there. Gator, hold Trev up to the ceiling. They're they're on the walls. You you do there. You do sense some movement in there. It doesn't seem very large. Um, okay, Gator, when you open the door and you look inside, you see what seems to have been the engineering bay. Uh, everything in here seems to be blanketed by a thick layer of dust, and there are access panels all along the floors and walls that have been removed, exposing a relay of technomagical sigils that are just rendered dim and enacted by the lack of power. And also inside, you know, and as soon as you open the door and look and step inside there, you notice a whole bunch of little creatures. Uh, one of them kind of one's getting around on the floor, a couple on top of what looks to have been the power cord drift engine, another a couple sitting on top of a one couple sitting on top of the desk and computer consoles. And as soon as you open the door and step in there, they all let out fierce little hisses and irritated noises. Okay. <laughs> Look here. And uh, I didn't want to this nothing. is actually where we're gonna cut it for the week. Oh. This is what you want. That's what we can do. But uh, I I just assume not, and I'd give you this shit. It's not mine. I don't care. Well, that was fun. Well, here we are. Here we are. I have Record traumatized scratch. one of you. Record scratch. 
I'm not sure wondering how I got here. Night's now. That's gonna be that's gonna be Brain next this next goddamn week. Brain <laughs> could be here. Next session, if Brain could be here. I bet you're wondering how I got here. I really don't have any idea. That that's the intro for next time is is from Brainer's <laughs> point of view. That's right. That brain is me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for playing with me tonight, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Fun adventure, exploring the derelict ship in the far off apocalyptic future. Not a lot of harmony here. Wink, wink. No. <laughs> Much more Discord. Yeah. Oh God. Both of you. But yeah. Uh everybody have a good night and we'll you will see you all next time. See y'all. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dude Where's My Drift, an actual play podcast for the Starfinder RPG system. Starfinder and all associated art and setting is a trademark owned by Paizo Incorporated and used with permission, you monsters.